0: And on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. And you guys have heard me say that if I ever run ads on this show, it will only be with a company that I fully support because I believe their intention is to make a positive difference in the world. Well, I'm pleased to announce that day has arrived and that this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A.com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, on this week's Pow Wow episode, I'm very excited to have Derek Rydahl back here with me on the show once again. Uh, Derek originally stopped by to discuss the Law of Emergence last year on episode 381, and it's an episode that definitely sticks out in my mind because there's so much powerful insight shared by Derek in our conversation. So if you haven't checked out that episode, I highly recommend you dive back into the archives and give it a listen. As for today, as for now, we're going to talk about the ever important topic of abundance. And Derek is going to give us a glimpse into his brand new book that is about to be released called The Abundance Project. And uh, yeah, happy to have you back, Derek. Welcome, my friend.
1: Uh, Thanks, man. It's a real honor and a pleasure to be here for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, I was saying before we started recording a moment ago, you know, I talked to a lot of amazing people and your, uh, our conversation, you know, a little over a year ago on episode 381 really sticks out to me because you had so many like amazing like sayings and quotes and I'm such a nerd for like good <laughs> quotes that just like, you know, pack all the information into like a few words and it's like, Oh wow. Like I'm keeping that one. So I even remember afterwards thinking I need to go back and like write some of those down because there were so many good ones. So, uh, so yeah, I definitely check them, recommend people going back and checking it out.
1: Hopefully, I'll have some some new ones for you today.
0: Yeah, yeah, no pressure. You're like, oh man, I like, I like, blew my load on the last one. I hope I've got right. some new stuff for this guy.
1: They're like, hmm, hmm, what can I say that's clever? Hmm. <laughs>
0: So yeah. I, my, my new clever little saying that I, so I, I've always, you know, called them interview episodes. And then of course, right. I, I never have a shortage of things to say. And I started thinking about, it, and this is the first time I did it. I was like, well, these are really more of like powwows. And then once again, right. being the, the nerd I am for clever sayings, I was like, no, I'm going to call them powwows, P-A-L. So you're right. the first one that got introduced as my powwow episode. So yeah. Sorry guys. Awesome. I'm the, all my listeners know I'm kind of dorky. So what, what can right. I say? Me too. <laughs> (laughs) Me too,
1: man. We're we're all freaks. We got to let our freak flag fly, man.
0: (laughs) You got to let it fly. Otherwise, it gets really weird when you start repressing, right? right? Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about money. I instantly think of, uh, you know, abundance, of course, being connected to money. And my my brother, whose middle name is actually Derek, he always he does funny imitations of all of our relatives. And I have a... um, Uncle in deep in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, and he is obsessed with with money. So I, I, as soon as I say that, I th- I hear in my head my brother doing an imitation of my uncle Danny. So when mm-hmm. you talk about money, so if you want to talk, so whenever you're talking <laughs> about money, <laughs> he does a much better imitation of my, my uncle, but it's something like that. I love uh, it. So I love the, I love the inflection in money when you talk about yeah. money. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> exactly. He's a really, he's a really cool uncle too, but he likes to talk yeah. about money. So maybe I should send him this episode. I don't know if he's ever listened to my podcast, but I'm gonna send him yeah, this it one. Depends I think since he started. Yeah,
1: Depending on how he talks about money and thinks about money, um, for, the, for 99% of people, it will radically change the way they, they look at money or think about money. And for some people, it might, they might be like, I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. I just want more money. <laughs> but, right, um, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, abundance abundance isn't money per se, and we'll talk about this for sure. Abundance is the substance of all of creation. That abundance mm-hmm. is the thing that shows up as money, shows up as your body, shows up as health, wealth, happiness, love. You know, it's, it's yep. the substance of all creation. And, and one of the things I talk about, and we'll, we'll dive into this probably, is the equation, what I call the abundance principle. The equation is that the volume and velocity or the quantity and quality of circulation mm-hmm. equals the level of abundance, And that circulation is the key word because wherever there's increased circulation, there's greater energy, there's greater growth, there's green, um, Mm. you know, and that literally it's money or in nature, wherever there's a system, whether Mm. it's natural or not natural, circulation is the foundation. If that circuit is broken, um, growth, energy stops, power reduces and growth ultimately comes to a a halt, and then it even goes into stagnation, and stagnation is Mm. the beginning of the death of a system. So, circulation Mm. is the lifeblood of abundance, whether it's in your body, in nature, in a body of water. If you don't have circulation, you have a swamp. So, so that's that's a really critical thing. And if you look at some of the words we use for wealth, like currency, currency- currency right that comes from a word same root for current flow and we look at affluent which means wealthy that comes from a root that means to flow or to flow into so we start to see that flow and circulation and current and a circuit that these are all words that are all connected and that wealth and abundance is directly connected to having solid strong circuits abundant circulation and and we'll talk what that means like it means you need to circulate your life your energy your talents your gifts your treasure um, mm. uh, the qualities of who you are and then you can we can jump back to the foundation of emergence which is where this work really emerges from <laughs> um, is that uh, one of my most popular programs is one called awakened wealth and it's based on the fourth stage of the emergence process which says whatever's missing is what you're not giving. And so, Mm. the reason is is because the principle of emergence is that everything is within you already. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens through you and from you. You know, the oak tree doesn't happen to an acorn. It emerges from the acorn. The apple tree emerges from the apple seed. All of nature, all of life is emergent. The galaxy didn't happen... The universe didn't happen to the Big Bang, you know, to the dark void of of, re- of, of, of space. It emerged out of it. So, mm. emergence is the foundation of all of life. Everything is emerging. And we know that now in quantum physics as well, that there's already these, these ideas, these patterns, these prototypes. Plato called it the realm of perfect forms before we knew a word called the quantum field. And when the conditions are right, that which is true, but merely potential emerges. Okay. So, so we, so these are, this is connecting a lot of dots. So the same thing is true with us that whatever is therefore not in our life right now, isn't something we want to wait for, isn't something that we want to merely attract or something that's going to come to us. It's giving us a signal that we need to let more come out of us. If you want something more to come into your life, you have to let something more come out of you. So, so it's all right. about the circulating and the expressing of what's already in you. And, and, and then I'll, I'll briefly talk about the law of circulation. Then we can jump back to the real nature of money. Um, I'm just trying to lay some foundations for people so they can understand and it doesn't become too jarg- jargony. So the law of right, circulation right. says that you can't give what you don't have. You can't keep what you don't give and you can't sustain what you won't receive. So you need mm. to have it, wow. give it and receive it. That's one complete cycle or circuit, right? And you look at breath. You got to breathe in first. You got to have oxygen. Then you got to release that oxygen or which really carbon monoxide into the atmosphere and then you got to breathe more oxygen back in again. And if you don't, if you right. just do one or two of those, you'll die. <laughs> so, it's an all or nothing equation. And the reason is, it's because it's a circuit. And so, now the, the thing about natural circuits is that you can't fake it, right? You, you either abide by it or you die or you don't get results. You know, if you have a body of water as I said and it doesn't have an inlet and an outlet so that there's a circuit, it will turn into a swamp and it will die, the water mm-hmm. will start to die. Um, and become of no value and in fact become dangerous if you have an environment it, you know you have a you have you, you have your house plants and there's not an ability you're not putting water in and also a pot, the way to let it come through and then ultimately come out again the circuits broken and the plant will eventually die uh, in most cases unless it evaporates which is another way it releases so it's got to always be a circuit and of course we know in our body if you if the arteries clog up and things aren't circulating, you get problems. So, but we can fake it a lot, and we can, um, th- you know, we can we can get by for a long time thinking we don't have a problem until the problem gets big. You know, if you're in a relationship and you're not loving yourself, which is having it, you're not giving your love, which is this, this, the releasing it, and you're not receiving love back eventually the quality of that relationship and the quality of your experience in it will get will become diminished. Then you'll create coping mechanisms and neurotic patterns to compensate for this broken circuit. And it could be love or it could be validation, appreciation, respect at your place of work, whatever. And, and so, what, what I mean by we can fake it temporarily is... And go against nature is, you know, we have lots of relationships and a lot of heart-centered, conscientious people where we're giving a lot. You know, we're just giving, giving, giving with the belief that eventually we'll get something in return. But we're not giving it to ourselves first. We're not loving ourselves. We're just taking care of everybody else. We're saying no to our yes, but yes to everybody else. That's a broken circuit. And we can, again, go for a while not realizing that we're literally gasping for air, Because we're not breathing in at all, but eventually it shows up as resentment, bitterness, burnout, overwhelm, and other forms of breakdown in our life. So, that's why it's important, you know, that there's principles here. And as human beings, we can trick ourselves into thinking they don't apply to us, you know. But in nature, you can't fake it. You can't wait till the day before the harvest comes and cram all your planting in and think it's going to suddenly bloom the next day. You'll you have nothing. You'll have a field of dead seeds. You know? It's not going to grow. Um, so, so that's why it's important to understand these underlying principles. So circulation is key. Circulation is going to be the key here. And in my book, The Abundance Project, I talk about... Wherever you're stagnating, there's a broken circuit, there's a lack of circulation, and then I walk people step-by-step step through how to start generating massive circulation in your life again, and specifically diagnose the areas where it's not flowing, where the channels have become calcified and and you know corroded and blocked. Now, yeah, we'll, we'll jump back to that. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Man. Yeah, and, and of course we're going to tell people at the end how they can how they can get the book and and, and everything like that. Um, and what's great about this is it's sort of like a, a Cliff Notes version, high level version, uh, glimpse Correct. into h- how deep you go and uh, the other programs that you offer to to sort of really drive this stuff home. Um, in you know, I sort of jumped in when you were talking there, but I, to me that instantly got me excited. How do people identify when? There, when and where they are sort of um, breaking the circuit
1: yeah, so there's certainly obvious ways in the sense that you know you can see stagnation showing up in your life in different areas, and the challenge is is that where stagnation may show up isn't necessarily where you immediately need to be putting all your energy or efforts, like for example, one of the frameworks of the abundance project and the abundance principle is this what I call the seven gifts. These are the seven gifts that give you everything or the, they can also be called the seven wealth activators or the seven channels of circulation, whatever term works for you. But there's seven basic ways or areas in which you can start circulating. Um, and and we'll, mm-hmm. we can dive, in, dive into them at some point, but I'll just briefly say it's giving out, giving away, giving up. Giving in, giving thanks, giving to yourself, and forgiving. Those are the seven gifts that when you understand them and begin to practice them regularly until they become habit, you will have incredible circulation going on in your life. And for example, um, get, forgive, wherever there's debt in your life, there's almost always a story of unforgiveness. So, wow. So that's, that's wild because
0: I've just had a, I've just had like a, in the last few days, like a powerful story that I've even shared on the show Uh, (laughs) with, with listeners. And of course we're recording this and it'll be released a few weeks from now, but in the last few days I've I've released episodes about an ex, a credit card debt, a a lot of unforgiveness and sort of, sort of shared this ongoing story publicly with, with people. (laughs) So you definitely hit the nail on the head there. It's like, there's definitely some non for, you know, unforgiveness there. And uh, wow, that, that definitely strikes a chord.
1: Yeah, and let me just briefly talk about why that is so, is that when you think about when you're not forgiving someone or not forgiving yourself, you're saying, in a sense, I owe you or you owe me. Mm-hmm. You're saying, you owe me time, you owe me money, you owe me those years back, you owe me an apology, you owe me an explanation. Some, some, In some way, you're holding them in debt. You get it? Or you're yep. holding yourself in debt. I owe you this, I owe you that. What happens when you have a bunch of IOUs? And so, yep. so what? but what happens is that remember from the core premise, whatever's missing is what you're not giving. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens through you. And we can certainly talk more about that for somebody like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Life's happening to me all the time. It looks like that at the level of cause and effect oh. in physics, but in the quantum level, that is not at all what's happening. But, um, and we can go into that more if we need to. But believe me when I tell you, life is not happening to you. It's an optical illusion. Even Einstein said, our sense of separation from each other is an optical illusion. You might have even called it a delusion. But in any case, so, so what, what that means is, for more to come into your life, it has to come out of you in some way, Qu- emotionally, mentally, in consciousness Physically, something you have to bring more to your life to have more in your life. So, if you're not forgiving somebody, you're basically saying, I'm withholding from them. So, I'm not going to give them love. I'm not going to give them acceptance, compassion, understanding, anything. And so, in that area of your mind and your heart, you now have stopped circulation. You have said, Mm. I will not let love flow here. I will not let peace or joy or any, and not only have you stopped circulation of those qualities, which means to that extent, those qualities cannot express in your life. Think of it like, like you have a big channel through which the love flows and all these places where you're saying, they don't deserve my love, they don't get my love, they don't get my love, he, she, it. It's like calcification and corrosion happening until that channel is very, very narrow and just a little bit of Mm -hmm. drips can come out of it. So you think you're hurting them, you think you're somehow being strong, but what you've actually done is stopped or greatly diminished the flow of that quality in your life. That's why the old saying, not forgiving somebody is like drinking poison and thinking it's going to make them sick. So, so, so then that means that flow isn't happening in your life. It stagnates and it shows up as stagnation in your life. And oftentimes it shows up as debt because the essence of unforgiveness is you owe me or I owe you. We are holding each other in debt. And so that consciousness of debt shows up often as literal debt right? And so what we want to become, we want to become more like nature, more like the sun, which gives of itself unconditionally. The sun doesn't go, you know, doesn't care what you think about the sun. It doesn't care if you hate it, like it, love it, put on sunscreen, a hat, sunglasses, or pull your blinds down. It's going to shine on you anyway. Why? Because it's the ultimate selfish act. Because if the sun shut down every beam, that was shining on someone that hated it, didn't like it, disrespected it, eventually the sun would go out. And so, we have to shine the same way. Now, that doesn't mean you should be in business with somebody that you don't trust or that you should be in a relationship with somebody. Um, Even if you ultimately completely forgive and feel nothing but love and compassion, there is still wisdom and discernment. I have nothing but love for them. I want the nothing but the very best for them. And I mean it. When I think about them, when I see them, all I feel is love, compassion, and understanding. And I'm not going to hang out with them or do business with them. So those are not mutually exclusive. So that's why... um, So this gives you an idea. But each one of these gifts or activators uh, or circulators opens up the field and starts the circulation going. And sometimes, like I said... You're struggling to eliminate your debt over here, uh, but the real problem is one of these channels. So, that's why ultimately I invite mm. people to do all of them or when you hear them, you'll identify what is most charged for you. But before we dive right. more deep into that, if this is okay, I would like to kind of jump Please. back to where we started and talk about money because people, obviously, that's a big one. And Right. And one of the things we are, and it's connected to all of this is understanding what the real nature of money and the real source of, of it, the real source and nature of wealth. And so the first thing to understand is that money is not wealth. Money is a symbol mm. of wealth. It's a symbol of abundance, right? right? And just like a fruit tree it's covered like in- an effect, right? It's an effect, exactly. It's a byproduct, it's an effect, it's a symbol. And so, when the fruit trees are all empty of fruit, the farmer doesn't go, well, these trees are all broke, let's cut them down, right? She, she sees these trees as being as wealthy as they were before and knows in due season, if she keeps the soil healthy and the roots healthy in due season, that will produce a harvest and a harvest and a harvest, you know, one after the other. So, so the wealth isn't the fruit, and in fact, if the tree had self-consciousness and could hold on to the fruit, thinking, oh my god, this is my wealth, this is my meaning, if I let all the fruit go, what if I never have any more fruit? You know, mm-hmm. those fruits will rot, those branches will stagnate, and that tree could eventually die or stop, or it certainly won't be able to produce more fruit as long as it's holding on to the rotten fruit on its, on its branches. So And the fruit is ultimately of no use to the tree. <laughs> That's the other thing. The tree doesn't need the fruit. That is the fruit <laughs> right. of the tree. That is the byproduct of the tree. That is the, the gift the tree is here to give to the world. So, right. so the, the dollar bills don't do us any good. They need to circulate. Um, and so, mm. the, so, so so the fruit, the dollars, the stocks, the bonds, the houses, the jobs, all these things are symbols of wealth and abundance. They're not the wealth itself. The wealth itself is the invisible mechanism in the tree that allows it to produce the sap and the blossom and the marble and the flower and the fruit. It's something invisible. And they've even done studies where they measured the volume of soil in a a tub, a controlled environment uh, with a tree in it, blossom the fruit, took off, took, pulled the tree out, shook all the dirt off it, remeasured the volume of the soil and the volume of the soil had not changed. Which means the tree didn't take, it didn't take from the soil. Now, if you over farm Mm -hmm. and over grow, you do diminish the soil. That's just because you're out of balance with the rhythms, but the tree used the soil as a condition to activate this invisible potential and ultimately turn it into Fruit, and and if that sounds woo woo to people, this idea that wealth or abundance is invisible, like it does to a lot of scientists and materialist, um, you know, science that believe in the the dogma material of materiality of matter, matter being the foundation Mm -hmm. of all life. um, You know, a lot of scientists believe consciousness or intelligence is an emergent property of matter. Meaning, if enough right. atoms come together and smash together in the right way, it'll produce intelligence, <laughs> which is just so crazy on the surface. But that's um, <laughs> mm, like yes. saying, yeah, if I took, if I just blew up a junkyard for billions of years, eventually it would form into a Boeing seven forty seven. Like, no, <laughs> right. it wouldn't. It wouldn't even form into anything cohesive or intelligent, <laughs> let alone anything complexity. But that's a whole other story. Um, but but <laughs> yeah. The, but, the, but they believe in the Big Bang. And the Big Bang was what? There was nothing, and then there was everything. And so, mm-hmm. all the stuff came from non-stuff. And it came from nothing or no thing, but what it really came from, there wasn't even time, but what it came from right. was this womb of creation, this invisible intelligence and substance, the same thing that's at play in nature and ultimately the same thing that's at work within us. So the abundance principle basically says that we have been designed to be able to create and manifest abundance in our life regardless of the conditions. Because we're not taking it from... That's powerful. Right? Because we're not taking it from the environment. We're not taking it from the conditions. It's not a zero-sum game. It's an infinite-sum game. And the more we learn to not lean on resource but on the source within us then we, uh-huh. we there you go there's one for you then we
0: there's one got it <laughs> got it
1: <laughs> <laughs> you hilarious. get your gold star hilarious dude. so um then you know then we start to activate this divine power plant within us or whatever term you want to call and we start to be able to generate out of seeming nothing, but the nothing is really rich and ripe with the substance of everything, it's intelligent, it's, it's, it's substantial. Um, just like the atom is 99.999 empty space, it's not really empty. It's a cloud of energy and information that contains infinite p- possibilities. Um, so anyways, we can go down the rabbit hole scientifically in quantum physics and all that, but the bottom line is that that the fruit the dollar bills all of this stuff it's not the wealth it's a symbol now we can go to a very and the wealth is in you the substance is in you it's like the goose and the golden egg that's producing all these golden eggs they decide let's get all the gold they cut the goose open there's nothing in there but goose and right, right the goose itself and it's intel, the internal intelligence is what's producing the gold and that's the truth about us
0: it's an alchemist it's
1: an alchemist exactly and that's what we are and and this alchemy is invisible and internal and you take just the beginning flavor and vibration of abundance you can start to alchemize that and feel so abundant and then you can start circulating and generating that energy and it will begin to manifest as opportunities and and various abundance in various ways but Then we can look at a famous saying, money is the root of all evil, which actually is the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm, And most people get the saying wrong just to begin with. They think it's just money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. Right. But now, in understanding what money is, it's a symbol of wealth, not wealth itself. We can understand the saying a little more. What it's saying is, the love of the symbols of wealth is the root of all evil, mm-hmm. right? And this is a biblical truth because because there's other sayings that are saying the same thing but in different ways, like, thou shalt have no other gods before me, that you should not p- create any idols outside of me. All of those are trying to say, when you make something outside of you your source, your God, whatever you believe in. But basically, if you make something outside of you your source of safety, security, support, supply, ultimately, you have disconnected from your real source and your real power within you, and the universe will start to fail you because that thing outside of you is not your source. Those dollar bills are not your source. What do we do when we believe the dollar bills are our wealth? We do a lot of crazy things. We manipulate, we control, we cajole, we maneuver, we twist ourselves into a pretzel, we do whatever we can to get those symbols out there that we don't think we have enough of or to hold on to the symbols we do have because we're afraid somebody's going to take our symbols away. And right. But none of that is wealth. And, and that's why it leads to all the shenanigans and all man's inhumanity, to man and conflict Because we are completely off the beam and instead we recognize we can circulate those symbols we can play with them invest them but we never have less because the source of it is within us and when i show people in the abundance project step by step how to begin to generate this kind of consciousness and this kind of energy then it will show up as more symbols, <laughs> you know, more dollars, more op- opportunities, more work, more creativity, more inspiration. Yep. Um, but, you know, it'll be much more than just money. It'll be an abundance in every area of your life. Wow.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think about that even in how it it, it is sort of like the sun. It's indifferent th- the way this works. I can think of an ex-business partner who, Uh, Certainly um, not um, the most, you know, loving individual, and it was a lot about how can I get, how can I get, how can I get, and how can I take. But uh, in in conjunction with that, he would also spend very frivolously and in in so in a sense he's giving it away a lot too so you would notice with him even though he's not really tapped into any of sort of the more you know the higher truths pertaining to any of this just by acting in a way that you know constantly spending uh it it attracted more into his world, you would notice. It was like, you know, because that currency, it was a current, it was flowing through him and it was really indifferent to whether he's a good person or a bad person or any of those things, right? Correct. And I think that's, that's a very powerful thing for people to understand because a lot of times people look and say, well, hold on, this is the, you know, they tie these ideals instantly to kind of spirituality and spiritual concepts, but what about these awful people that have all this, you know, Correct. symbols of abundance,
1: right? Correct. Exactly. I do talk about that a lot, actually, because yeah, they'll look at certain people, certain people that might be in the White House, whose name we mean it will not mention, or whatever, right. and 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 depending on you know. And I remember, um, as a matter of fact, uh, I remember uh, years ago a friend who I think had had dinner with um, Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki because they were working together. Mm-hmm. Robert Kiyosaki is the rich dad, poor dad guy. Um, and mm-hmm. it was during a, a recession, a pretty gnarly one. And what they noticed that was most surprising to them is these men didn't once talk about or complain about the recession. Mm, they, yeah. Their entire focus was on opportunity, on creating things, on, on opportunity. It was just on where's their possibilities, where's the opportunity. And mm. that's a big clue to their mindset, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, so, there, there's a level of mastery around understanding circulation where it pertains to, to wealth and in the form of money. And I, and I tell the story about, you know, a realtor and an activist are walking down a street in the city and they walk by a really bad, broken down, dilapidated lot, you know, in between buildings and the activist mm-hmm. is so angry and heartbroken. Look at what the city has become. Look at where these kids end up playing ball in. This is horrible. This is terrible. Those damn politicians or whatever. And the activist yep. just is angry and mad and hurt. And the real estate developer goes, hmm, that could be a <laughs> good hotel. There could be a hotel there. And yeah. a couple of years later, 18 months later, whatever, they're they're breaking ground or they're building the hotel or the hotel's been built. And it's now providing employment for dozens and dozens of people, if not, and hundreds and hundreds of vendors and adding hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions into the economy and, and, and improving people's lives in very real ways and cut to the activist, he or she is on to some other thing to be angry and complaining about and, and is still struggling and is still broke and is not necessarily making a whole lot of difference. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be an activist. I'm not saying you shouldn't speak truth yep. to power or pseudo power, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm speaking to what you're saying is that there is that there's, there's a skill or an, or a muscle. And, and again, the principle is not, it's principle. It's not personal. You know, if, if, mm. if a bad, bad, bad person was to plant a seed and cultivate the soil to be congruent with the pattern in that seed, it would grow. The soil, the law of emergence can't say, you're a bad person. I'm not going to grow that. seed. (laughs) Right. Right. If, if, if Hitler learned how to fly a plane and flew it correctly, the law of aerodynamics would work for him as much as it would for Gandhi. So, so that's, and it's so important. We understand that the life is principle. It's not personal. And this is also mm. why it says in the Bible, and this isn't religious, this is principle, it says, God shines its light on the saint and the sinner, lets its rain fall on the just and the unjust. God is no respecter of persons. That's mm. what that's saying. It's saying, this, this presence, this intelligence of the universe, whether you believe in a God or believe in evolution, or, or both, because they, they're not mutually exclusive, um, it doesn't, it's not personal. And so, when you yeah. understand the principles and apply them, it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't even matter what you're facing. It, it, it must operate. And that's why yeah. that's mostly what I teach is principles because principles are forever. You know, strategies, tactics, technology, data, information, that's always changing. And so, you want to build yeah. your life, your business, everything on principles now you're building it on something that's solid. Um, so yeah, so that's- That's powerful. That's, that's, it's powerful. Yeah, if you, go, if, you, if you don't want to swim, and you, every time you go in the water, you sink, and that's been happening for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, well, if somebody shows you, explains the law of buoyancy, shows you how to adjust your body to be in integrity with that principle, does the water say, well- I'm sorry, you've been sinking for a long time, man. Right, right. You know, or you come from a long line of sinkers, and I'm just afraid (laughs) it's not in the cards for you. No, of course not. If you know how to, if you know the principle, and you know how to align yourself with it, you float. And so, that's what we're talking about here today. We're talking about principles. And these people that are, have great circulation in any area of their life, health, wealth, work, relationships, it's because whether unconsciously or consciously, they've understood and applied the principle. And that's, so that, that way we, we can get out of our victim story and we can get out of, um, you know, putting our good in the future and on, on delay mm-hmm. or thinking it's too late. No, just got to figure out the principle mm-hmm. and then start to practice it until it becomes a new habit.
0: All right. Well, now seems like a good moment to take a quick minute to tell those of you who aren't familiar a bit about our sponsor, Gaia. I've been a big fan of Gaia for many years now, which is why they're the only content provider I've ever reached out to in regards to potentially supporting this podcast. So needless to say, I'm very excited they're now supporting the show. Gaia truly is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web. They have an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. Just to give you an example, on the show Missing Links, the incredible researcher Greg Braden explores all the biggest questions concerning who we are, where we come from, where we're going by connecting the missing links between science and spirituality to complete our understanding of humanity's history and to better understand the interconnectedness of all things. Awesome, right? And that's just one example. As you guys constantly hear me say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to go deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A.com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Now, what about the person who's you know, and certainly there's listeners out there who are going to instantly resonate with this. Okay. I'm in a job from hell. I'm not making much money, uh, in the job. And so I'm trapped in a sense. I I don't see an exit. How does someone activate their potential, you know, and in these scenarios where they feel stuck?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I talk about this, um, in emergence as well. And, uh, but it's very, very much um, the abundance principle. And I've proven this over and over again. I, I tell the story about how I was, after I had my sort of opening, my spiritual awakening, I ran out of money. Um, Your story is
0: great, by the way. And you share it in that previous uh, episode, episode 381 I referenced. It's yeah, such a good so story. I, yeah. So I'm not
1: going to go through the whole story of drowning and almost drowning and all that stuff. But um, I had to go get a job at one point. And I got a job as a waiter, and it was the job from hell. And I was a former, you know, professional actor doing movies and TV. And here I am waiting on tables. I did it reverse. Instead of going from a waiter to an actor, a successful actor, I went from <laughs> being a successful actor to a waiter. And um, people would come in and recognize me. People would come in that I'd been in movies and TV with, and it was it was humiliating beyond the pale. And wow! But I I was having an understanding of these principles through my own inner work. And all that. And I began to apply it. And what that looked like was, I basically got clear on what was the life I really wanted to live. And if I was living that life, who would I be? How would I feel? Mm. What would I do? In Mm. other words, what would be my habits of thinking, feeling, being, and doing if I was already living it? And then I began to practice that and show up and bring that and circulate that kind of Consciousness, energy, qualities, right there where I had been planted in that job. And I I wrote an article eventually called How I Stopped Waiting and Started Serving, you know, because I was a waiter. Oh, um, perfect. Perfect. And I began to another one, ding ding, a little gold star.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Second gold star, you actually get to come back on the third episode now. That's right, that's right. Um, I
1: I filled my punch card, I get a free episode now.
0: Um, Exactly.
1: um, So, so yeah, so I began to really show up and I began to bring that and. Instead of what most people do, which is I'm going to wait to circulate these qualities. I'm going to wait to be excellent. I'm going to wait to be generous. I'm going to wait to be helpful. I'm going to wait to give my all for when somebody gives their all to me or when they pay me enough or when it's the right situation or whatever our story is. And the problem is, as I do say in the emergence, whatever you're waiting for, you're waiting with and you're weighing it down because it's in you. And so, mm. this is also the ultimate weight loss program. And that's, that's not new. I've said that before. So, I don't know if I need to get a gold star for that one. But,
0: but the key but the key <laughs> I, is, I didn't hear it. I don't remember it. So, I'm going to okay, give you one. so it's new. <laughs> Since so, you're on a but, roll.
1: <laughs> but the key is, is that I began to show up and bring more of me. And as a result, I started to feel better. Now, here it's an interesting story because I ultimately got fired three times from that job. And what happened, what what was happening was as I kept filling out the space and bringing more of me, it kept not being a match for that particular Mm. environment. And, but I kept growing like it was a, a gymnasium. I got to work out against the employees that didn't like me, the other waiters that were like, who is this guy making us look bad because he's doing such excellence, you know, and all the temptations for me to squash my excellence and hide my light under a bushel and be less so that I could fit in. All of that I had to work through in order to keep showing up. Whereas most people Mm. won't. They'll go, oh, I can't be great. I can't be big. I can't be excellence. Or I'm going to offend my boss or my employees or my colleagues or my partner's going to feel uncomfortable and they're going to leave me or my parents are going to make fun of me or whatever. And so, we don't show up fully. We wait for others or experiences and we are stuck really permanently until things get so bad, we end up changing. But so, I began to do that. And eventually, I was fired for the third time. When I was fired, they realized it was a mistake and they hired me back. But the third time, finally, we decided to part ways. Within about a month, month and a half, I was hired, um, speaking and performing and teaching uh, in Fortune 500 companies around the country. And I went from making fifty dollars a day as a waiter to a thousand, and then ultimately fifteen hundred a day as a consultant and, and, a, and a speaker. Oh, wow! And big jump. And that happened in a month and a half. So it did not happen during the month and a half while I was out of the job. I built that while I was on the job and so, you know, and I went from waiting on tables in a three-star restaurant to being wined and dined around the country in five-star restaurants. But all of that was the result of me stop no longer being stagnated, no longer waiting for the future, no longer letting external conditions to determine who i could be and what i how i could show up and i just began circulating and circulating more excellence more joy more inspiration and i'll tell you by the time i got fired for the third time i was so on fire they fired me but i was already on fire i was on fire i was so inspired i felt so freaking empowered i would show up at that job and put on that apron and pull out that thing and i would go give those people the best freaking service they had ever had and, and, and they said wow. so. I mean, and they wrote to corporate America. Wow. And so, I was in my mojo and I felt amazing. And ultimately, that's the state of being that cannot not manifest as more, mm. as abundance, right? So, yeah. and, and I'll give you one other analogy to make this make even more practical sense. If you've got a, a little plant in a little pot, like in a nursery, And there's bigger pots and then bigger pots. And then eventually there's the field where the giant trees are. Well, if you, if that little plant had self-consciousness and it tried to operate the way most of us do, it would be like looking at its little pot and going, God, this sucks. Mm -hmm. And looking at the bigger pots and all the, all the fun, those bigger trees seem to be having with their fruit and their flowers and those ones in the field. They're so, they have complete freedom. And it would be looking at all that and feeling bad about itself and, you know, this isn't fair and I don't have much and one day, hopefully, I'll be in a bigger pot and what's going to happen to that little plant? It's going to stay in the little pot. But if it goes, Mm -hmm. all right, I want to be in the bigger pots, but this is the pot I've been given. So, I'm going to act like a big tree. I'm gonna fill out this pot. I'm gonna dig my roots as deep as they go. I'm gonna spread my branches as high and as wide as I can. I'm gonna give all of me here. I'm literally gonna fill it out, fill out the space I'm in. Then what happens? The gardener replants it in a bigger pot over and over until eventually it sets it free in the field. So this is natural. These are natural principles. The opposite of that is if you don't grow, And you stop blooming what happens to a branch that isn't blooming it gets pruned what happens to a whole bush that isn't growing (laughs) nature takes it out and so yeah um you know the old saying of jesus cursing the fig tree that's not producing any figs and it dies it's it's a terrible example because it seems like what a mean guy but it's a metaphor and it's saying bloom or be pruned show up fully mm. or you're never going to get the next best opportunity because the way yeah. life works is if you take what you've been given and you give it your all and you fill out and invest your life, your time, talent and treasure fully in the direction of your highest potential you are now in the process of great circulation you will start to grow, you'll develop muscles and stamina and resilience and character and now you're actually ready to move to the next level. And you actually have the instrument and the coil and the structures to handle the next level so that it doesn't destroy yeah. you. This is natural. This is how nature not only protects itself, but allows itself to evolve and grow from a greater and greater expression to an ever greater expression. So, so, so if you're in a job you don't like, this is where you, you asked me, the job from hell, or you're in a relationship that's not working, or you're in a little apartment and you want to have a dream home, I've done this with every single one of these life areas. And when you apply this principle, the combination of the emergence, understanding, and the abundance principle now, you literally can grow yourself out of any limitation and grow yourself into the next better iteration of your life. This is, this is natural, wow. it's principle, it's not personal. doesn't matter what you've been through or what you're facing, it's a principle.
0: Well, wow, that is such a powerful example. Um, and, you know, as you've mentioned, and I all often mention on the show, life is happening, you know, through you and for you, not to you. What a great real world example there that you just tied in with what you're teaching, you know, having that opportunity to be in that You know, from one perspective, humiliating, you know, humbling job, fall from grace, and then to actually from there to, to, you know, gather and gain the perspective to do what you've done, you know, uh, what a powerful, powerful real life example and story.
1: And I've done that, like I said, I did that in a relationship. I did that. I did that in, um, you know, when we lived in a little apartment and we couldn't even begin to afford a house. And within a matter of a few months went from, there's no way it's possible to moving into our dream home. I did it when I wanted to travel the world as a speaker and a teacher, and I didn't even know where to begin and, or begin to afford it. And I did that same process. And within a few months I was booked to travel around the world, all expenses paid first class and made tens of thousands of dollars. So, and that was Mm -hmm. years ago. I mean, this, I, when I, I mean, I've, everything I teach and that I'm saying I want people to understand this isn't theoretical this isn't <laughs> right this isn't just some new trendy even though I can be very clever with my words this isn't about cleverness this is about real yep. principles that I first tested in the laboratory of my own life and proved over and over again and then helped many many people around the world to do the same now it's not easy yep I'm not saying this is easy. I'm not saying follow these three steps and your whole life will be different in in 14 days necessarily, although I've seen that happen quite a lot. But I'm saying it because really actualizing your potential, like for real, like no BS here, for real, to really actualize and fulfill your potential the way you were designed in a way that's sustainable, in a way that... Promotes and creates greater harmony and balance and order as you expand rather than less. That's not easy to do, which is why very few people do it. And anybody that says, Oh, it's easy, follow these three steps and you'll Mm. be rich, they're either lying or ignorant because they've never actually done it themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. So, or or they've had a breakthrough, but they don't really know what caused that breakthrough. They don't, they've misinterpreted it misdiagnosed it so it's it's not it it can be it's there's some work here there's some labor of love here but i i will tell you it's way way harder and more painful to be broke to be stagnant to not have love and abundance and joy and creativity and opportunity flourishing in your life—it's way more painful. You may think it's not temporarily yeah. while you're standing at the freezer eating another pint of Hagen dazs but I'm telling you that it is way <laughs> more painful. And I speak, and that I also speak from experience—I've had my share of Ben and Jerry's and Hagen dazs chocolate and peanut butter. Is the <laughs> Me best. too. Just got to say, chocolate and peanut butter. Um, but it, uh, yeah,
0: it, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. So, so it's principles. Yeah. So, if you
1: become a student of these principles, and then what I walk people through in the book is not only understanding the principles from a lot of angles so that it really gets in you, but also how to practically apply them so they become habit, and how to create a way of life so they automatically, so that they eventually become automatic. That's the key. If you, right. don't, if you don't change your character, you don't change your life. You can't have a new year without a new right. you. So, we have to make these become right. ultimately habits. And you yeah. know, as Confucius said, all men are alike. It is their habits that, that, that are the difference. And from mm. an understanding of how we develop mentally, emotionally, and psychologically, our, our, our destiny is not determined by conditions. It's determined by our character, and our character is built out of our habits, and our habits Mm. are developed based on what we focus on and commit to with consistency, and that is ultimately determined by our core values and our vision, which is ultimately based on our understanding of principles. So, we're building something real here you know we're building something again it's not a trendy little get rich quick new age thing mm-hmm. this is based totally. this is based on studying researching and understanding the greatest success stories the most innovative um successful leaders in every area of life and then codifying what are the underlying consistent principles that leads to and yep. has led to those results and then testing it like i said in my own life and those of others.
0: Yeah, it's, I, I like to say, you know, a little saying that I came up with is be it to see it. And truly that that's the same thing that I did when, you know, resonating, getting my sea legs, so to speak as, and I think this is part of the process for everyone who's on this path is, you know, becoming aware of this stuff and you have these good days and good moments. And then you maybe slip into um, being, you know, less than your, your fullest potential, uh, you know, days where you're waiting tables and it's like, Oh, Oh, I'm back to feeling, uh, you know, not good about myself, and you know, and it sort of can be two steps forward, and one step back. But for me, same exact, you know, I always say, uh, listen to this stuff with an open mind and see for yourself. I mean, I was living on my friend's couch, but feeling and knowing that I am capable of creating something great and creating success yes. and abundance and, and yes. I grew from uh, a friend's couch to uh, Inc. 569th fastest growing private company in the country with over yes. 100 employees yes. with it's nothing like I had, I yes. didn't have 20 bucks to yes. to start with you know yes. Yes. and it was yes. resonating with the energy beforehand yes. and that's really in being it as much as I could and um, it's, it's so powerful once you get this how you're so empowered you don't so feel empowered. stuck anymore
1: exactly exactly i mean i'm getting chills as you speak man cuz it's like that's a perfect description of you, you know and, all, and you hear a lot of these saying it takes money to make money no it actually doesn't it's good no, you definitely right. <laughs> you definitely want to circulate your treasure your money because if you're not you want to look at why you're not, you know, is there stagnation, is there fear, is there a disbelief that you're going to be supported? Then you want to make sure you're circulating and investing it, whatever you do have. But ultimately, you grew a bigger life out of seeming nothing, out of yourself, out of right. your own that invisible substance and mechanism of your own mind and consciousness which is w- how all of creation exists and how all of creation happens. You had your own big bang. You know, but it was more of a slow right. cooking big bang, right? And and <laughs> with a bit, few
0: fizzles in there, right? <laughs> little bit
1: by little bit you were out of this the womb of creation you were pulling out and circulating and expressing and building something. And whether that's you know you're alone right now and there's no you can't even imagine being in the love of your life or you're getting out of a long term relationship and can't imagine ever having it happen again or what or you're in a relationship and it's not working it's the same principle you know whether you're in a body that doesn't seem to be working as well as you want or you want it to, it's the same principle whether you're facing a calendar where you don't feel like you have the time and the energy to do what you want to do it's the same principle You can begin to start the flow again, get it going from a, get it to a drip, get it to a little drizzle, get it to a nice stream. And eventually it becomes a mighty river rushing downhill without a boulder in sight. And, and now you've got, you've got the flow going in your life. And that's, and and so it doesn't matter where you are. We just want to get started where you are. And we always want to find a way Mm. to lean into and live from that higher idea now rather than Mm -hmm. any kind of putting it on layaway or putting it in the future you you can only grow now you can't grow then you know the quality of your moment Mm. now the quality of the practice and the habits you're developing mentally emotionally physically now is what determines your then so it's good stuff man
0: So so powerful, and I know we're getting down to our our, our time here. That's crazy. Um,
1: Can't believe that
0: it goes so quick, man. I mean, seriously, you you are such an inspiration, and uh, I I definitely look forward to checking out your book, and it's just about to be released. And uh, so why don't you tell people a little bit about, uh, first off, guys, I'm going to set it up where you can go and get access to the book. And you also have some programs at uh, positivehead.com forward slash abundance. And this is going to take you to, um, well, Derek, why don't you explain uh, the offerings that you have?
1: Absolutely. It's just, I can't even believe it's gone. We need to do like the Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss version, the two or three hour deep dive. Um, Dude, I'm in because like we definitely should do a part two or something because it's crazy how we barely scratched the surface let's do it let's get Um, it scheduled i
0: definitely i i'm so fired up every time i've connected with you and so yeah more please (laughs) because there's so (laughs) much
1: exciting stuff around this i mean oh so much stuff i mean even just first of all even just the idea of we have i would love to talk about the story of money because money Mm. is a story that's all Mm. and you know we talked about money as just a symbol and you know instead of dollar bills it used to be chickens and then it was, or it was furs right right and then people bartered and they would exchange you know this much bread for that much eggs or this many eggs for that fur and eventually they couldn't sustain that because you had to have a storehouse full of bread and it would go bad and they had to create a medium of exchange and that was the first bit of currency the reason we call it salary is because the Romans were paid in salt. So there's a whole story here that that (laughs) we're completely hypnotized by. Yeah, there's so much there. But anyway, so we'll talk about that next time. But Yeah, yeah, let's do
0: that. We'll definitely schedule that.
1: But definitely the book, you know, walks you step-by-step, you know, The Abundance Project, 40 Days to More Wealth, Health, Love, and Happiness. It walks you through a deep dive understanding of these principles, specific practices, and ultimately how to put it all together into a way of life, into your own abundance project. And um, Mm. who doesn't want to have an abundance project? (laughs) You know, I kind of wrote it for myself, right? Um, Right. and, uh, And now is a great time better time than any. And then the bonuses you get over, I think it's like $1,238. I think that's the right number. And that includes getting into the the Abundance Project book club and mastermind where we're going to be working together to work on and develop your Abundance Project. It includes getting into live coaching, group coaching with me so we can work specifically on your Abundance Project. And it includes various other things like the journaling mastery program, so you can know how to use these principles and use the <laughs> writing process to more fully activate and develop them. It, it, there, in other words, none of this is fluff. This isn't like, you know, when you see, oh, you get all these bonuses and it's just a bunch of freebie stuff that is just kind of garbage. These are actual programs right. and products and, and, and coaching live coaching that that people otherwise pay for. But I put it all together into this package because I don't want this book to just become more shelf help, where you walk by your shelf and point to it and say, look at how <laughs> how awesome I am. I have all these awesome books, but you haven't actually pro- you know lived them and gotten the results. <laughs> um, so, we, we want it to be real. I want you to get real results. I want this to be the most abundant year of your life. And because my bigger mission mm. is that if people are more connected to their real power and their real source, because most conflict, most suffering is based on the belief that our, our support is outside of us, that when you realize it's right. within you and you know how to live it in a practical way, a lot of the suffering and conflict and struggle will start to go away. So, it's bigger than just paying your rent, although that's a big piece to it. It's about becoming free. And when you're free, you now, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, are free to be more of you and to make a bigger impact in the world and your family and leave a lasting legacy.
0: So, so powerful, Derek. I uh, definitely am going to be checking all of the stuff out myself. And for you guys, once again, uh, positivehead.com forward slash abundance and this will take you to uh you know everything that derek just mentioned if uh, you're interested in diving deeper and we'll certainly dive deeper on another episode if you're if you're game for that i definitely am absolutely we um, can also
1: check out the new po- the new podcast the abundance project just for more little tidbits but but yeah oh, we're wonderful. gonna dive we're gonna dive deeper and we'll we'll dive into stuff i haven't shared elsewhere and so definitely tune in for that, guys.
0: Excellent. Well, we'll be, we'll be doing that soon. And Derek, thank you, my friend. You have uh, definitely delivered as always, as I knew you would. I've even got some uh, new, very, very uh, clever sayings <laughs> to <laughs> to my repertoire. For that, I'm grateful. I am grateful for all that you do. You're an inspiration.
1: Uh, thank you, my brother. Likewise. And I look forward to connecting with all of you um, in some way, shape or form. Uh, this is going to be an abundant year
0: indeed it already is and uh till next time journey well well everyone that concludes this week's interview episode if you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours please take a minute give us a rating or review on itunes since itunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting uh, your good reviews help us to reach more listeners also we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life, because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. (laughs) Otherwise... As you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.